England's big blow on the eve of the Rugby League World Cup final on today's Splash. Plus, we chat to Daniel Garb about the FIFA World Cup draw happening uh, early tomorrow morning. It's Friday, the 1st of December. Yeah, welcome into the Splash. I'm your host, Phil Pryor. And I'm joined by Rugby League journalist John Dean to talk about the Rugby League World Cup. Welcome in, sir. Hey, Phil. Good to be back again. It is good to have you in. It's been a big Rugby League week, uh, not just, uh, well, barely any uh, World Cup talk. It's been plenty of NRL talk. Of course, Mitchell Pearce and Jared Hayne yesterday. Uh, Look, just quickly, as I mentioned off the top later in the show, we're going to explain how this uh, FIFA World Cup draw happens. Uh, and how and what kind of uh, pool the Socceroos will end up in. Uh, no great updates uh, heading into tomorrow's Ashes in Adelaide, Ashes Test in Adelaide, I should say. My recommendation is head to the Fox Sports Cricket Podcast for a full preview there, uh, including analysis on the pink cricket ball uh, and everything else heading into tomorrow's uh, day-nighter uh, test, which is also the first Ashes day-nighter test in history. Um, plenty to look forward to. But, John, let's talk Rugby League World Cup, the yeah. final, also against England. Yes. Uh, and starting with a huge blow uh, that the English side have to deal with, literally on the eve of this mammoth final. Yeah, it's just been uh, confirmed from uh, assistant coach Dennis Betts of the England side that their skipper and lock, Sean O'Loughlin, is out uh, due to a quadriceps injury. Mm, Yeah, massive blow. Did this happen last week and it was kind of a race against time? Yeah, yeah, it's been like that. Um, Yeah, he did pick it up against Tonga um, in that thrilling semi-final last week. And yeah, he's been been racing the clock for most of the week and yeah Betts has confirmed um at a press conference today that that uh he's out so yeah this news compounded by of course uh Josh Hodgson uh the ACL which has been well publicized this week uh the English hooker out of of course uh you know, they just needed these two classy players in the mix to have any chance against the Kangaroos on home soil, you'd imagine. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, yeah, Hodgson's a big blow. But I do like James Roby, um, his replacement. The replacement um, hooker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, in, in terms of how they're replacing um, O'Loughlin. And, yeah, not, not a bad replacement. Yeah, well, Sam Burgess will move up into O'Loughlin's spot. He was already starting yeah. in the back row. Um, and then Ben Curry, who's... Uh, so Burgess moves from an edge to edge. to the lock position. Yep, that's right. Yeah, uh, Ben Curry, who is named on the bench, um, he'll come into the starting side yep. in the back row, um, and then we'll have Johnny Lomax, who is 18th man. He'll come onto the bench, which is a bit of an odd one because, well, he's a fullback. So yeah, okay. I yep. don't don't quite get what Bennett's going to uh, to do there. Um, Particularly given Gareth Widdop's well, awesome form at fullback. Yeah, and yeah. I was going to say maybe you know they look at, um, at at spelling one of those halves in at hooker if need be, and uh, and Widdop can can come up and play in the halves. It's probably just insurance and cover, really. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, I, I'd I'd be pretty pretty wary of moving Widdop though. I, I think he should he should play a full full game. At fullback, given the way he's gone um, over the last three games, he's he's had pretty much 
men of the match performances in all of those games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, this English team, and pardon my ignorance, but it is the king of generic names. Uh, James Graham, Chris Hill, Luke Gale, Kevin Brown, Ryan Hall. <laughs> this team sheet puts me to sleep. <laughs> Well, there's no Felice Cafusis in that side, is there? So, <laughs> uh, No, no, no. But in all seriousness, as you mentioned, Gareth Widdop, um, he's been flying. Uh, he's just had a, an enormous 2017 in total. Yeah. Um, talk to me about, uh, you know, the other danger men in this, in this English side that could cause the Kangaroos a few issues. Yeah, Jermaine McGilvray on the wing has been exceptional um he's probably been england's best player um of the of the tournament um and i'm sure that there's a few nrl clubs looking at him um yep. even though he's on contract at, at huddersfield for quite a while mm-hmm. um actually there was a story that came out uh in the english media um he actually sings to himself before he takes hit-ups <laughs> <laughs> um just to just to kind of get his Give focus an example I, I no, I'm not going to give you a tune you mean or anything. As the kick is coming in, so yeah, when it when uh, when he's taking a hit up to to get out of his own end, um, yeah, he'll be he'll be singing a song um, to himself out loud. Like Luke Gale was interviewed and said, "Were you just singing then?" So yeah, he, like his teammates can actually hear him on the field, yeah, which is pretty that's pretty weird. funny. But yeah, I know we all <laughs> sing on the job, I guess. So you know, <laughs> that's that's pretty weird, uh, and uh, and. Um, also, uh, you were telling me there was there's been a bit of a Malmeninga Wayne Bennett feud uh, heading into this one off yeah, the park. Explain yeah, the, it. The build up was uh, well, the build up's been a little bit uh, subdued, I guess you could say, um, until until Wayne Bennett uh, provided the Courier Mail yesterday with 26 examples um, of the Kangaroos slowing down the ruck um, using three men in the tackle. Um, and dear, oh dear. in a classic press conference this morning, uh, Mal Meninga's hit back and um, and returned serve with uh, seven of his own images of, of England players slowing down the ruck. Um, yeah, he, he got the media manager to hand him these these screen grabs from from the foot from the games, and um, it was it was awesome. You got to head to the website; um, the full videos on there. Um, yeah, so it's, did it's Wayne classic. Bennett provide photos or videos? Uh, Wayne Bennett provided the screen grabs to the Courier Mail, um, which they printed in the paper um, yeah, right. this morning, wow. and so that was the first um, the first thing that uh, that Mal Meninga was asked about this morning, and um, <laughs> he came well prepared. <laughs> wow! As journalists, when we prepare to write a story, uh, s- stick to the simple guidelines: the who, what, when, where, why, how. Uh, so, Johnny, give us those details uh, for tomorrow's clash. Of course, we know where it is. It's at Suncorp Stadium. Yep. Um, kicking off at 8 o'clock. Kicking off at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time, I'm assuming. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and the uh, it'll have a curtain raiser, uh, which is the Women's World yeah. Cup. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Gillaroos taking on uh, New Zealand. Yep, the Kiwi uh, Ferns. The Kiwi Ferns. We, we, did it, we did talk about that a little bit uh, on Monday's edition of The Splash. Uh, a couple of the players to look out for. Uh, so what what time's that game getting underway? That one kicks off at 4.45. Um, okay. Actually came out today that uh, Sammy Bremner, who is the, the Gillaroo star fullback, um, 
she's actually got a, a fractured arm. So uh, oh, no. she's definitely... Well, she hasn't played at all this tournament. Yeah. And she was sort of just a week-to-week proposition. Um, but, yeah, she's she won't be playing any part in yeah, the final, okay. which is a shame. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, they've, they've obviously dominated getting themselves into this final and, and, and hopefully... Uh, hopefully with the players that they've used to get this far, they should be fine. Yeah. Oh, the way that they've been playing is is awesome, you know. Yeah. 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 So give us a couple of tips before we uh, we move to um, to the FIFA World Cup. Uh, for the men's or the women's? Both. That's why I said a couple. So we'll start with the <laughs> women's. Uh Ruse VNZ. What's your tip? Oh, you can't go past the Gillaroos. But I think... Um, I think the Kiwis will give them a run for their money, but I think the Jillers just have too much class. So I'd say I'd say probably a margin of about sixteen to eighteen. And the Aussies by how how many in the men's? Uh, I think it'll be similar to the opener, um, which was which was fourteen. Yep. So yeah, I, I'd say maybe twelve to fourteen there as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Any final thoughts before we let you go? No, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, bring on that. <laughs> bring on the Ashes, Day-Nighter, uh, and bring on, of course, this uh, FIFA World Cup draw, which we're going to get to uh, right now. Johnny, thanks for joining the Splash. Thank you, Phil. And also joining me on today's Splash is Daniel Garb, who's here to discuss just how this uh, FIFA World Cup draw will actually occur. So... <laughs> Uh, it's kicking off at 9:30 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. I understand. Or, or Not really. That's when our shows. That's when we'd like you to wait until because we've got a show on Fox Sports News at 9:30 a.m. Eastern. So if you want to wait until then and watch uh, the analysis right. from uh, from myself and the rest, please do so. But no, the actual draw kicks off in the early hours of the morning, and uh, of course, we'll be all over that on the Fox Sports website. Every single angle will be covered there. But uh, for uh, analysis on it all. 9.30 a.m. Eastern, Fox Sports News 500. We'll uh, look at the draw for you and uh, tell you all about who the Socceroos are facing at Russia 2018. Yeah, that's what I'd read. That's where the uh, confusion came from. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and tell us about it. So how, how will it actually sort of unfold um, and, and, uh, and therefore what kind of draw can we expect the Socceroos to end up with? Well, hopefully a, a comfortable one, hopefully a much kinder one than what the Socceroos got in. Brazil 2014, but really you don't know. It is the luck of the draw. Uh, there are four pots, and we're in pot four as one of the weakest teams, and so we've got three <laughs> three groups to try and negotiate through in terms of the draw and hopefully get uh, a kind result. Uh, there'll be the usual FIFA hullabaloo and ceremonies and speeches and annoying things that everyone has to sit through before they actually uh, approach the situation that they are after, which is the names being drawn out of out of the pots, but yeah. uh, that's usually the case with FIFA draws. And then, then we go through it, pot one, which is where all the, the strong teams are, including the hosts in Russia. Um, so you, you wouldn't mind getting them or a team like Poland, but your Germanys, your Frances, your Brazils, your Argentinas, they're all in that group as well. And that's going to be very difficult. Belgium too. Uh, pot B's a little kinder, but there's a team like Spain, for example, and England. 
to uh, England. We wouldn't mind, of course. That'd be exciting. Spain, we'd like to avoid. We played them four years ago. That was enough. They played us off the park in Brazil. So if we can avoid them, that'd be nice. But a team like England might be a fascinating draw in that one. And then pot three is pretty open, to be honest. I mean, there aren't too many teams you look at and go, oh, that's a horror draw for Australia. Yeah. There's a lot of ones you go, yeah, we can maybe win that game. So uh, that is a kind of group for the Socceroos. Uh, hopefully it goes our way. But uh, there's dream draw and there's uh, nightmare draw scenarios, of course. And no doubt everyone will be going through those permutations over the next 24 hours. So it literally is pot luck. That's probably where the saying comes from, I'd imagine. Yeah, it probably is. So, <laughs> look, in terms of a dream draw scenario for Australia, my personal opinion is something like Poland, Peru, yeah. and Costa Rica. I wouldn't mind those three. Pot A, you could look at Poland or Russia. Russia's actually the weakest team in terms of rankings by a fair way. But mm. when you take on the hosts, it can often be a little bit yeah. tricky. They're often worth a goal or two at home, yeah. um, especially yeah. if you get them in the first game. It'd be amazing if we drew them in the first game, of course. Imagine playing the oh. World Cup opener with the <laughs> eyes of the world on the Socceroos. That'd be unbelievable. But, yeah. you know, it can be tricky as well taking on the host side. Leaning towards Poland, if we've got Peru and Costa Rica in the next two, I think we'd be laughing and very happy with that. Yeah, but realistically, it could... Uh, shake out really either way for the Socceroos and, and we could end up getting a, a bit of a horror draw similar to four years ago as well, I suppose. Yeah, well, I mean, especially from Pot A, I mean, if you avoid Poland or Peru, then you're, you're liable to get a superpower and uh, that makes it very difficult. And uh, in Pot B, as I said, nations like England, Spain, Colombia's there, Uruguay as well, yeah. Luis Suarez and co. It can be very tricky. When you're in Pot 4, I mean, you can often get yeah. you know, two two absolute giant nations and maybe a softer team in the third, but really uh, you're up against it to get through the group. So hopefully it works out for Australia in that regard. But either way, Bill, I think it's exciting. This is what we're there for. I mean, you're at a World Cup to take on the best. You're going to do so at some stage. Yeah. You're likely to get one big team in the group stages and you've got to revel in that against, uh, you know, about coming up against the best in the world. We have done in the three World Cups we've been in in recent times and we've enjoyed the, the chance to see the Socceroos go up against the best nations in the world. We'll do so again, but, you know, a kind of team here or there alongside would be certainly most welcome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely. So, Garby, I, I suppose you'll be up very bright and early in the morning uh, to make sure nothing's missed ahead of your uh, uh, your presentation at 9.30 on Fox Sports News 500. Yeah, we'll be up early, but uh, I think most football fans will struggle to sleep. It's a lot of excitement around <laughs> around the draw. Uh, that's what you work so hard for, to get your, your name in the pot, and, uh, and now we're there. So looking forward to the show as well. We've got Craig Moore, who's been to two World Cups, coming on. Who uh, He can tell us what it's like when you, when you draw a team and you spend the next seven months or so thinking about the players you're up against and also provide some solid analysis. Matt Yerman from the Socceroos is going to be in as well. So how good having a current Socceroo to talk about the teams they'll be facing. Give his immediate reaction to the draw on Fox Sports News 500. What a privilege that is. And John Cosmina as well will join us. So we've got uh, all areas covered and very much looking forward to, uh, to the show on Saturday morning. Given our showdowns with England over the weekend in cricket and in rugby league, I think it'd be quite fitting to end up uh, oh. drawing England in that top two, top B. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean... You know, the England cricketers, for example, play a game of uh, soccer before every single day's training, every single day of play uh, at the Ashes. So you know, they're obviously going to cover it very closely and it would just create an extra element of, uh, of interest in the rivalry if we draw them in football as well. And we've actually done pretty well against them in recent times. We've played them twice in the last 15 years or so and knocked them over at, uh, at Upton Park many years ago. Uh, they beat us 2-0 
last year at Sunderland's home ground, but we played pretty well on that occasion and actually dominated large parts of the game. So we do lift against the English. That would be something else. That is a team, if we're going to get a big team, I'd love to get the Poms. Yeah, for sure. I'll leave it there. Garby, thanks very much for joining the Splash, mate. Thanks, Phil. Uh, thank you to all our listeners and subscribers out there as well. Hope you have a nice weekend. Go the Aussies. Uh, that's a wrap. Thank you.